Good morning. I've always wanted to put one of these on. Uh, this morning, uh, I actually um, have a very simple thought that's uh, been on my heart for some time. Um, if you'll turn with me, please, uh, in your Bibles to 1 Timothy uh, chapter 4. First Timothy chapter 4, and uh, I'll start reading in verse 11. Um, Prescribe and teach these things, let no one look down on your youthfulness, but rather in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity, show yourself an example of those who believe. Until I come, give attention to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, and to teaching. Um, and uh, I was reading uh, this verse, uh, specifically verse uh, 13, um, and to be honest, I was initially reading this because uh, it's always been one of those encouraging verses to me whenever I feel inadequate um, or down on myself. Uh, I think, you know, let no one look down on your youthfulness, and it's been one of those encouraging verses, I think, for a lot of young people. Um, However, what caught my eye while reading this uh, was the second part, the latter part. Until I come, give attention to the public reading of Scripture. Uh, And I stopped there. Um, We are uh, people who like to do, we like presentations, we like activities, we like programs, um, and those things are great. Uh, But in all honesty, at least in my mind, um, I couldn't really think of a time where we just read scripture. Um, and this is something I've shared with a few brothers over the past few months uh, and, and in, the, in the home on a few Wednesdays. Um, do we just let the word of God speak for itself? Do we ever just share the word of God without uh, devotion, depending on devotionals or, or little five-point messages and things like that? Again, not, not to say those things are, are terrible, uh, they have their place, but uh, do we ever give the Word of God the place in our life that it deserves and the place that uh, He gives for us to have? Uh, and so I stop there, give attention to the public reading of Scripture. Um, however, my next question was, and I think this is a, a logical uh, continuation of this thought, how can we read Scripture publicly? How can we give the Scripture publicly if we ourselves don't know how to treat it? how to place it in our lives, and how to, uh, to handle what it is that God has given us in his word. Um, and this brings me to uh, Psalms 119. So if everyone could turn there to Psalms 119, uh, this is notably, um, as everyone I'm sure knows, the longest chapter in the Bible. Uh, it's not 100% sure, or no, no one knows for sure who wrote it, uh, a lot of people believe it was David. Uh, some believe it was Daniel. Um, I personally like to think it was David. Um, I feel, and, and a lot of other uh, wiser men than me feel like uh, the style and the themes that are brought up or that, that David carried through the Psalms. Uh, it's made up of 22 sections, each section uh, being categorized by a letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Each section has eight verses in that section, and each verse of each section starts with the same letter 
uh, of the Hebrew alphabet. And it basically starts from A to Z. Um, Psalms 119 talks about the Word of God. It talks about uh, how we're supposed to think about it, handle it, use it, learn from it. It covers every aspect of the Word of God. It covers every aspect of life. Um, If you read it from start to finish, uh, one thing you can see are there's hills, there's valleys, there's highs, there's lows, um, there's joy, there's sorrow, there's uh, lessons, there's rebuke. Um, And it also covers uh, a a gamut of of simplicity. It has over itself just a simple read-through. However, if you read it again and again, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, and I'm not going to pretend that we're going to be able to cover all the vast themes in it, and, and we're not going to break down every aspect of uh, each section. However, um, one of the interesting things that comes out about this chapter, if you look at it, is it doesn't seem, and, and again, a lot of scholars uh, agree, that it was just written as one psalm, you know, quickly. Um, most of, for example, David's other psalms are, are written in a period of his life, uh, after his, his child was killed, after uh, the issue with Bathsheba, um, and he'll write a psalm pertaining to that. However, this seems, uh, and it is thought, and I, I like to uh, subscribe to this thought, that it was written over the course of his life, um, and not all at once. Um, we can see that it covers, like I said earlier, every almost every possible aspect or category or phase that one might be in in their relationship with the Lord over the course of a lifetime. And I like to read it as such. Um, as I read it the first time, I kind of found the, the spot or the chapter or the, uh, the verse where I kind of thought I lay. Um, if you use it as a measuring stick, you can kind of almost align yourself to where you might fall within this chapter. Uh, and... I would encourage you to do that. Um, we are going to read the whole chapter. I, to be honest, while reading it, um, I've never heard it read. I'd never, I couldn't say that I'd read the whole thing through ever. Um, in my mind, yeah, it was about the word of God. Blessed is the word, those who, okay. And I figured, yeah, I just kind of repeated that for, you know, uh, 168, I believe, 160, 176 verses. Um, okay, yeah, it kind of says a lot of the same things. But uh, the first thing I notice is that it never once repeats itself. No verse is identical to any other verse. And every verse has the name of the Lord in it. Um, every verse talks either to or about or uh, in light of the Lord. Um, so we're going to read Psalms 119. And as we read it again, I would ask you, to really think of, of each, each verse and kind of see where you lie in this chapter. Uh, match yourself up to uh, what the psalmist here is saying in relation to how he uh, is responding to the word uh, that the Lord has given him. So starting in verse 1, uh, Psalms 119. How blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord, How blessed are those who observe his testimonies, who seek him with all their heart. They also do no unrighteousness. They walk in his ways. You have ordained your precepts, that we should keep them diligently. 
Oh, that my ways may be established to keep your statutes. Then I shall not be ashamed when I look upon all your commandments. I shall give thanks to you with uprightness of heart. When I learn your righteous judgments, I shall keep your statutes. Do not forsake me utterly. How can a young man keep his way pure? By keeping it according to your word. With all my heart I have sought you. Do not let me wander from your commandments. Your word I have treasured in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I have told of all the ordinances of your mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies, as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and regard your ways. I shall delight in your statutes. I shall not forget your word. Deal bountifully with your servant, that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes, that I may behold wonderful things from your law. I am a stranger in the earth. Do not hide your commandments from me. My soul is crushed with longing after your ordinances at all times. You rebuke the arrogant, the cursed, you wander, who wander from your commandments. Take away reproach and contempt from me, for I observe your testimonies. Even though princes sit and talk against me, your servant meditates on your statutes. Your testimonies also are my delight. They are my counselors. My soul cleaves to the dust. Revive me according to your word. I have told of my ways, and you have answered me. Teach me your statutes. Make me understand the way of your precepts, so I will meditate on your wonders. My soul weeps because of grief. Strengthen me according to your word. Remove the false way from me, and graciously grant me your law. I have chosen the faithful way. I have placed your ordinances before me. I cling to your testimonies. O Lord, do not put me to shame. I shall run the way of your commandments, for you will enlarge my heart. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall observe it to the end. Give me understanding that I may observe your law and keep it with all my heart. Make me walk in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Incline my heart to your testimonies and not to dishonest gain. Turn away my eyes from looking at vanity and revive me in your ways. Establish your word to your servant as that which produces reverence for you. Turn away my reproach which I dread, for your ordinances are good. Behold, I long for your precepts. Revive me through your righteousness. May your loving kindness also come to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your word. So I will have an answer for him who reproaches me, for I trust in your word. And do not take the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for I wait for your ordinances. So I will keep your law continually, forever and ever. And I will walk at liberty, for I seek your precepts. I will also speak of your testimonies before kings, and shall not be ashamed. I shall delight in your commandments, which I love. And I shall lift up my hands to your commandments, which I love. And I will meditate on your statutes." Remember the word of your servant, in which you have made me hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, that your word has revived me. The arrogant utterly deride me, yet I do not turn aside from your law. I have remembered your ordinances from of old, O Lord, and I comfort myself. Burning indignation has seized me because of the wicked who forsake your law. Your statutes are my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. O Lord, I remember your name in the night. And I keep your law. This has become mine, that I observe your precepts. The Lord is my portion, 
I have promised to keep your words. I sought your favor with all my heart. Be gracious to me according to your word. I considered my ways and turned my feet to your testimonies. I hastened and did not delay to keep your commandments. The cords of the wicked have encircled me, but I have not forgotten your law. At midnight, I shall rise to give thanks to you because of your righteous ordinances. I am a companion of all those who fear you and of those who keep your precepts. The earth is full of your loving kindness, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. You have dealt well with your servant, O Lord, according to your word. Teach me good discernment and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. The arrogant have forged a lie against me. With all my heart, I will observe your precepts. Their heart is covered with fat, but I will delight in your law. It is good for me that I was afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Your hands made me and fashioned me, giving me understanding that I may learn your commandments. May those who fear you see me and be glad, because I wait for your word. I know, O Lord, that your judgments are righteous, and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. O may your loving kindness comfort me, according to your word, to your servant. May your compassion come to me, that I may live, for your law is my delight. May the arrogant be ashamed, for they subvert me with a lie, but I shall meditate on your precepts. May those who fear you turn to me, even those who know your testimonies. May my heart be blameless in your statutes, so that I will not be ashamed. My soul languishes for your salvation. I wait for your word. My eyes fail with longing for your word, while I say, when will you comfort me? Though I have become like a wineskin in the smoke, I do not beg, I do not forget your statutes. How many are the days of your servant? When will you execute judgment on those who persecute me? The arrogant have dug pits for me, men who are not in accord with your law. All your commandments are faithful. They have persecuted me with a lie. Help me. They almost destroyed me on the earth. But as for me, I did not forsake your precepts. Revive me according to your loving kindness, so that I may keep the testimony of your mouth. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Your faithfulness continues throughout all generations. You establish the earth, and it stands. They stand this day according to your ordinances, for all things are your servants. For your law had not been my delight. If your law had not been my delight, then I would have perished in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have revived me. I am yours. Save me, for I have sought your precepts. The wicked wait for me to destroy me. I shall diligently consider your testimonies. I have seen a limit to all perfection. Your commandment is exceedingly broad. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Your commandments make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever mine. I have more insight than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the aged, because I have observed your precepts. I have restrained my feet from, your evil, from, evil, from every evil way, that I may keep your word. I have not turned aside from your ordinances, for you yourself have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, yes, sweeter than honey to my mouth. For your precepts... From your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I have sworn and I will confirm it. 
that I will keep your righteous ordinances. I am exceedingly afflicted. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. O accept the free will offering of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me your ordinances. My life is continually in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I have not gone astray from your precepts. I have inherited your testimonies forever, for they are the joy of my heart. I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever, even to the end. I hate those who are double-minded, but I love your law. You are my hiding place and my shield. I wait for your word. Depart from me, evildoers, that I may observe the commandments of God. Sustain me according to your word, that I may live, and do not let me be ashamed of my hope. Uphold me, that I may be safe, that I may have regard for your statutes continually. You have rejected all those who wander from your statutes, for their deceitfulness is useless. You have removed all the wicked of the earth like dross. Therefore, I love your testimonies. My flesh trembles for fear of you, and I am afraid of your judgments. I have done justice and righteousness. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Be surety for your servant for good. Do not let your arrogant oppress me. My eyes fail with longing for your salvation and for your righteous word. Deal with your servant according to your loving kindness and teach me your statutes. I am your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. It is time for the Lord to act, for they have broken your law. Therefore, I love your commandments above gold, yes, above fine gold. Therefore, I esteem right all your precepts concerning everything. I hate every false way. Your testimonies are wonderful. Therefore, my soul observes them. The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I opened my mouth wide and panted, for I longed for your commandments. Turn to me and be gracious to me, after your manner with those who love your name. Establish my footsteps in your word, and do not let any iniquity have dominion over me. Redeem me from the oppression of man, that I may keep your precepts. Make your face shine upon your servant, and teach me your statutes. My eyes shed streams of water, because they do not keep your laws. Righteous are you, O Lord, and upright are your judgments. You have commanded your testimonies in righteousness and exceeding faithfulness. My zeal has consumed me, because my adversaries have forgotten your words. Your words are very pure, therefore your servant loves it. I am small and despised, yet I do not forget your precepts. Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your law is truth. Trouble and anguish have come upon me, yet your commandments are my delight. Your testimonies are righteous forever. Give me understanding that I may live. I cried with all my heart, Answer me, O Lord. I will observe your statutes. I cried to you, Save me, and I shall keep your testimonies. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I wait for your words. My eyes anticipate the night watches, that I may meditate on your word. Hear my voice according to your loving kindness. Revive me, O Lord, according to your ordinances. Those who follow after wickedness draw near, for they are from your law. They are far from your law. You are near, O Lord, and all your commandments are truth. Of old I have known from your testimonies that you have founded them forever. Look upon my affliction and rescue me, for I do not forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me. Revive me according to your word. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statutes. Great are your mercies, O Lord. Revive me according to your ordinances. Many are my persecutors and my adversaries, 
yet I do not turn aside from your testimonies. I behold the treacherous and loathe them, because they do not keep your word. Consider how I love your precepts. Revive me, O Lord, according to your loving kindness. The sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous ordinances is everlasting. Princes persecute me without cause, but my heart stands in awe of your words. I rejoice at your word, as one who finds great spoil. I hate and I despise falsehood, but I love your law. Seven times a day I praise you, because of your righteous ordinances. Those who love your law have great peace, and nothing causes them to stumble. I hope for your salvation, O Lord, and do your commandments. My soul keeps your testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. I keep your precepts and your testimonies, for all my ways are before you. Let me cry, let my cry come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Let my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your word. Let my lips utter praise, for you teach me your statutes. Let my tongue sing of your word, for all your commandments are righteous. Let your hand be ready to help me, for I have chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, O Lord, and your law is my delight. Let my soul live that it may praise you, and let your ordinances help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. Um, uh, personally, when you read a chapter like that, I think there's not much you can actually say or add to it. Um, it, is, it is a complete look on the life of one who follows the Lord and the word, and the relationship uh, that the two should have. Uh, one thing that's interesting, going back to an initial point, is the alphabet, um, and it follows a, uh, a, uh, a system throughout the whole chapter on how it corresponds to every Hebrew letter, um, and in order. Um, an interesting thought uh, was from Revelation 22.13, if we could turn there briefly. <clears throat> and this is one of, I think, three passages like this in Revelation. But we'll read this one, Revelation 22 and verse 13. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. This is the Lord Jesus Christ uh, speaking of himself. And it's interesting that he uses the alphabet again. Um, and I, my thought reading this chapter a few times was why... Why follow the alphabet in Hebrew? I, 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 all of a sudden, uh, this, this chapter kind of stands out separately in following a form and a, and a function. Um, and, and just that thought uh, is interesting. From start to finish, from A to Z, if we want to use our letters, um, everything that we have, every, uh, and, and I read someone who said this, every letter that we could ascribe to describing the Lord uh, can be used over and over again, and still never say the same thing twice. Um, that's how living and breathing and powerful his word is. Um, and when we read this through, um, and, I, and I trust you guys had, had this as well this morning, um, there might be one particular thought that comes out and recurs in your mind over and over again. Um, if we read it again, there'll be an entirely different thought. Um, if you read one section, it might have uh, a theme that the Lord brings out uh, about his faithfulness 
and you read it the next time, and it talks about our unfaithfulness. Um, one thing um, I'd like to share um, is when I fir- the first time I read this through, and I actually learned this from a brother. I have a, a good brother of mine who, uh, who was saved a few years back, and one of the, the first thing he did when he got his Bible is he actually read Psalm 119. Um, and he wrote down all the things uh, that a, a believer should do or react uh, in response to the word. Um, and, and he showed me that, and he, uh, he kept that with him, and he has it to this day. Um, and that struck me. Um, and again, and that was at the first point where I decided I should probably read this chapter. Uh, I don't know that I've ever read it. Um, so I read the chapter, and I wrote down uh, what the, the verbs, I guess, that uh, express how we should respond and how we should treat the Word of God in our lives. Um, I might have missed one. I'm not sure. I would encourage you all to go through it and do it, but I'm, we're not going to read the chapter again. But I'm going to just read a list of, the, of how we should uh, treat the Word of God that I found. We are to walk in it. We are to observe it. We are to keep it. We are to look at it. We are to learn from it. We are not to wander from it. We are to treasure it. We are to tell others of it. We are to rejoice in it. We are to meditate in it. We are to regard it, to delight it, delight in it, not forget it, to live it, to behold it, to long for it, to place it before us, to cling to it, to incline ourselves to it, to trust it, to wait for it, to seek it, to speak it, to love it, to lift our hands to it, to not turn aside from it, to remember it, to turn toward it, to not forget it, to believe it, not forsake it, to consider it, to not go astray from it, to perform it, to fear it, to know it, to esteem it, to stand in awe of it, to do it, and to choose it. Um, Like I said, I might have missed one. Uh, I went through it a couple times, but um, each of those is used more than once. Uh, And we could dissect it and do a chart on how many times and I mean it's an, it's an I think uh, a never ending study could be done on this chapter um, but those are the verbs those are how we should respond react and and treat the word of God in our lives I would challenge anybody to come up with something that wasn't in this list because in every aspect of our lives we are to do uh, to have the word of God prevalent uh, if we publicly read the Word of God, if we tell others about the Word of God, if we share it with others, um, it behooves us to have a solid grasp on it, to have it in our hearts. Uh, the psalmist talks about uh, princes standing up and acting against him uh, and him having a word ready, him being grounded in the Word. Um, and he kind of has a cause and effect thing about halfway through. Uh, go to verse... 161, I'm sorry, 160. Uh, This is one that I have uh, highlighted and underlined. The sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous ordinances is everlasting. Um, I think that kind of encompasses the whole thing. Uh, Every word he has given us is truth, not just the New Testament, not the Old Testament only, uh, not the parts that we like or the parts that we preach about. The whole sum of your word is truth. And every one of your righteous ordinances is everlasting. 
So not only has he given us a code, a guidebook, uh, a way to live our lives, but it, it will never pass away. Uh, and, and they are all righteous. Anything that comes from the Lord, um, we should strive to have prevalent in our lives. And this is where he goes on. Princes, persecute me without cause, but my heart stands in awe of your words. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great spoil. And I know many of us uh, kind of strive for a lot of things. I mean, I'm speaking of myself here. We strive, we, we kind of have these lists in our lives and what we reach for and what we strive for. And we get really excited and pumped and, and, and we can pour every ounce of our effort, sleepless nights and, and uh, just endless days, into whatever it is that we ascribe uh, as worth and as treasure. But here it says, I rejoice at your word as one who finds great spoil. That's the spoil we should be longing for. That's what we should be searching for and digging for. Um, earlier in the chapter, he, he mentions that it is worth more than thousands of pieces of gold and thousands of pieces of silver. Um, that's the word of God. Um, and so all those, those words and phrases that I listed, that's how we should be treating the Word of God in our lives. We should be longing for it, seeking it, not forgetting it, remembering it, um, waiting for it, taking joy in it. Uh, there, there isn't one aspect of this Word that we should be neglecting um, in reading and in our lives. We, we can't have it in our lives if we're not reading it. Uh, it's, it's not uh, you know, one, or, one or the other. Um, and it's not reading the Word of God if we're just listening to what other people tell us about the Word of God or the lessons or the themes or the topics Again, very good things, but we need to have the Word of God in our hearts personally for ourselves. Uh, Scott DeGroff talks about uh, how his father said he couldn't enter glory without having read the whole letter that God gave him. Um, that's a thought I think all of us have kind of mentioned over the last couple of years. Uh, you know, can we really stand before him and say, I, I didn't read the whole, th- I know you sent me a letter, I didn't, I didn't read the whole thing, I just kind of skipped through it. I read John 3.16 a a lot, though. I read it like five times. I mean, it, it, it's kind of ridiculous. We have, we have the living, breathing Word of God, and we don't really consider it a spoil to be won. Um, the next thing I want to look at is, I read it through a second time, and uh, this time, instead of what I'm supposed to do, I looked at what the Lord does when I am in his word, and when I am uh, reading and holding and hiding his word and living his word. Uh, And these, and it's a list, uh, and this is just like the Lord, the list is longer of what he does for us than what it is that we're supposed to do. Um, So I'll just read those real quickly. He will not forsake us. He will not let us wander. He will teach us. He will deal bountifully. He will open our eyes. He will not hide his word. He will take away reproach. He will take away contempt. He will revive us. He will answer us. He will make us understand. He will strengthen us. He will remove the false way. He will grant us his word. He will not put us to shame. He will enlarge our heart. He will give us understanding. He will make us walk. He will incline our heart. He will turn our eyes from vanity. He will establish his word to us. Give us loving kindness. Give us salvation. Not take the word from us. Remember his word to us. Be gracious to us. Deal well with us. Do good to us. Comfort us. Have compassion on us. Save us. Accept our offerings. Sustain us. Uphold us. Not leave us. Be a surety for us. Not let us be oppressed. Deal with us. 
turn to us, be gracious to us, redeem us, make his face shine upon us, answer us, hear us, be near us, look upon us, rescue us, plead our cause, redeem us, deliver us, and seek us. Um, And again, I might have missed, I'm sure I missed a few, Um, but his his blessings uh, continue to pour out on us aside from what he's already done for us. Uh, I mean, it's funny because uh, in talking to, um, you know, I'm kind of surrounded by people who have varying levels of their belief in the Lord um, and who have a lot of uh, interesting views about uh, God and and what uh, his reality is. Um, But the one thing that strikes me every single time is that no matter what uh, understanding of the word they have or what uh, understanding of God they have, it's always the simplicity of what Jesus Christ did on the cross that wins the soul. It's always the simplicity of, I can't do it, he had to do it, that makes his work sufficient for us. Um, and we, I mean, deep lessons and theological debates have their place. Um, but when... Uh, a simple soul uh, who doesn't know how to read or write or doesn't have any education trusts the Lord because of what he did. That's all it takes. Um, and I think, uh, I personally believe that the same principle applies um, in the Word. The, we can go very deep and we can get into the meat of it, and we should, and, and, and we will, um, the longer we stay in the Word. However, the Lord is the same. His person is the same. And there is a simplicity uh, and beauty to his word. Um, I mean, we just read Psalm 119, and it's very easy to understand that the psalmist is enjoying the word of God, and in periods of his life where he is downtrod, it lifts him up. Um, In periods of his life where he is keeping the word of God, he's feeling the benefits, Um, and and it it just follows uh, a character that we know that the Lord has. Um, And again here, not only did he save us, he gave us his word, and not only did he give us his word, but he blesses us if we keep the word. Not only does he bless us, but that blessing will give us strength to go on and give the word to others. Uh, I mean, it, it's just, uh, he, he keeps giving us more and more and more, um, and we're going to miss out on those things if we're not in the word, if we don't have that word in, in the forefront of our lives. Uh, I'd like to go back briefly and just read uh, a few more verses from the first, uh, the beginning of the chapter. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. You have commanded us to keep your precepts diligently. Um, right here, he, he talks about what, in, in a nutshell, what it is that the believer can expect from the word of God and, and how blessed they will be uh, if they keep uh, his precepts diligently. Then he goes into what he, li- what he wishes, how he wishes he lived. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep your statutes. Because if they were, then I would not be ashamed when I look into all your commandments. I will praise you with uprightness of heart when I lean on your righteous judgments. I will keep your statutes. Oh, do not forsake me utterly. Um, 
if we keep his precepts diligently, if we have our ways directed to keep his statutes, then we'll be able to have these attitudes and these, these uh, it will be seen. People can see it in our lives. We won't be ashamed. Uh, we'll walk in uprightness. We'll keep his statutes, and he will not forsake us. Um, jumping forward a little bit to Uh, one uh, Psalm one or sorry verse one thirteen. I hate the double minded, but I love your law. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Depart from me, you evil doers, for I will keep the commandments of my God. Uphold me according to your word, that I may live, and do not let me be ashamed of my hope. And here we have him in that fray. Uh, where temptation is coming, where, where uh, revilers are coming, and we see the example of what he said in the beginning. Uh, he is standing firm. He is not ashamed because he is holding on and calling upon the Lord uh, as his word promised. Verse 145, I cry out with my whole heart, hear me, O Lord, I will keep your statutes. I cry out to you, save me, and I will keep your testimonies. I rise before the dawning of the morning and cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes are awake through the night watches that I may meditate on your word. Book ending his day. Early in the morning, late at night. Um, and it goes without saying, throughout. The word isn't a one-stop vitamin pill we take in the morning. And frankly, that's how a lot of us treat it. That's, that's often my attitude is, I got, okay, I got my three verses in, and now I can go into, you know. Um, but it's not. It is Early in the morning, Jesus Christ would get up while it was still dark and go and be with the Lord, uh, be with his Father, and, and stay late into the night. Um, and the day was still full. You know, a lot of times we say our day is really full because those eight hours of sleep don't count. Those are guaranteed for sleep. Well, I, I don't know of when Jesus Christ ever had eight hours of sleep. I don't think it happened, to be honest. Um, I wake... Uh, Rise before the dawning of the morning, and then I may meditate on your word in the night watches. My eyes are awake. Um, it has to be constant throughout the entire day. Um, that is how we have to treat the word of God. That is how we have to hold on to his promises, onto his truths. Um, again, the sum of his word is truth. Um, we, we live in a time where everyone's looking for truth. Everyone's looking for my truth or my reality or what's real for me or what's true for me and it's true for me and true for you is true for you. Uh, all kinds of things going on these days. Um, and to be very honest, I think, I mean, we talk about how dark the days are and how uh, everybody, you know, nobody wants to hear about God anymore. But if you approach one person and ask them or even uh, ask them how they're doing, uh, really doing in life, nine times out of ten, in my experience, the subject of God or religion or eternity will come up. And more often than not, they're the ones who are going to ask, what do you think? What do you think about this? Uh, did you hear about that horrible shooting on the news? What do you think? You know, it's getting, why is everyone getting, it's going to come up. Uh, and if we have the word truly in our hearts, if we... Uh, 
we do it, stand in awe of it, treasure it, live it. I mean, I could go on through the whole list. If we do those things and hold the word in the reverence the way the Lord has asked us to, uh, we're going to have answers. Um, because uh, there are many debaters who can uh, go circles around us if we don't have the word and we're not ready with it. Um, again, the only way to do that, the only way to be ready, the only way to have it shining out of our lives is to read it, is to dwell in it. Um, I'd like to read just a small quote uh, about Psalms 119 uh, by C.S. Lewis. And he said, This poem is not and does not pretend to be a sudden outpouring of the heart like, say, Psalms 18. It is a pattern, a thing done like embroidery, stitch by stitch, through long, quiet hours, for love of the subject and for the delight in leisurely, disciplined craftsmanship. Um, and, and this goes back to what I mentioned earlier. I think uh, this wasn't a, a quick psalm that was written all at once. Over the course of his life, um, every time I read it, I personally see myself in a different verse. Um, maybe I've moved to 148, or maybe I've moved back to verse 63, or wherever the gauge may place me. But it's a very open view of a man's heart in relation to what the Lord has given him in his word. And if we take the word of God as, as uh, seriously as the psalmist is taking it here, it will become a pattern in our lives. It will become like an embroidery, stitch by stitch, long, quiet hours. Um, and it won't just be a responsibility or a duty. It will become a, a delight in leisurely, disciplined craftsmanship, something we hold dear to our hearts. Um, you know, I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Um, well, and it doesn't just stop there. It's not just so we don't sin. And praise God that his word can keep us from that. But it's so we can share it, so we can teach it, so we can proclaim it publicly, tell others about the Lord Jesus Christ, because uh, it's very hard to talk about someone who you don't know fully, and you can't really know someone fully unless you know everything that they've given you about themselves. Uh, and going back to, to what we mentioned earlier, uh, I don't want to stand before him and say, I didn't read the whole thing. Uh, I, di- I don't know everything that you told me. Um, because I don't know about you, but I get really excited when someone gives me a verse, and I've never heard that verse before. You know, and, and, and then all of a sudden you realize you didn't even read that chapter ever, and, and, and it goes on. That, while exciting, it, hopefully we, we don't go on very long saying I'd never heard that verse before. Um, every time I've read this chapter, it has come uh, to me in an entirely different perspective and has come alive. Um, and, and that applies not only to this chapter. Uh, and again, I'm using this chapter uh, as kind of a summary of the Word of God because it does so, so beautifully. Um, but the Word of God is alive. It's, it's uh, sharper than any two-edged sword. And, and we all know when we read it, uh, we are convicted, we are moved, we are uh, encouraged. Um, and how, how much more so if we know the whole thing? We might be missing out on a lot of blessings. And we are if we don't, if we don't uh, take the whole word, uh, the whole sum of the truth in our lives. So I just, uh, um, an encouragement that we would truly take his word seriously. Um, and I don't mean, again, just to be clear, not to say that activities and, and lesson plans and devotional books and those things don't have their place. They're very, very good and 
The Lord uses many good brothers to bring those to us. Um, but if nothing else, we have the word of God. That's one thing that will not fade away. Um, and that's one thing that we should have completely in our hearts um, and be able to tell him, yeah, I read your word and I love your word. We should be able to go down that list and say, each and every one of those things applies to me. Um, and I choose your word. It's interesting to me that that is the very last one out of all the chapter of how we are to respond to his word, we are to choose it. And it starts with that. We are to choose his word uh, to have the place in our lives that a lot of other things probably have. Let's pray. God and Father, we thank you so much for your love. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ, your son. As we remembered this morning, uh, the creator came down to this sin-cursed earth to take the place of uh, hateful sinners, those who spit on him and beat him. Father, we thank you so much that he bore our shame, became sin for us, but not only that he died for us, but that he rose again. We thank you so much for the love that brought us into your family. And Father, we thank you also this morning for your word. We thank you for the truths that can be found in it. We thank you that while we might spend an hour uh, or a couple hours during the week uh, discussing it, your word is endless and it is living. And Father, we could spend an eternity uh, into the depths of your word. Father, we pray that we would be diligent to hide it in our hearts, to meditate on it, to walk in it. Uh, Father, that we would choose it to be uh, the most important thing in our lives. That others would be able to see your word in us. That we would uh, know you more. Know your will for our lives more, Father. And uh, that we would walk in your way. We thank you so much that we are in a privileged country where we can read it publicly without fear of persecution. Father, that we can uh, have your word with us at all times. Uh, And we pray that we would be accountable to that blessing. We thank you so much for your love, and Father, we pray for the rest of this day, the rest of this week, that those who are in need of healing would be healed, would be encouraged, would be strengthened. Father, that the activities that go on through this week would be blessed, and would be a testimony of what the Lord Jesus Christ has done for each and every person. We thank you so much for this time that we've had this morning. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.